For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. So I'm sitting there in the car and, and I get this text that says COVID positive, <laughs> which came as a real surprise to both of us and not a pleasant surprise. And so thus began a, uh, a return to quarantine. Today we hear from my colleague Lawrence Specker, an AL.com reporter based in the Mobile area. Lawrence and his wife, Melissa, recently tested positive for COVID-19. Both fully vaccinated, they are two examples of breakthrough cases in Alabama. Yeah, you can get COVID even when you're fully vaccinated. The vaccines are not 100% effective in preventing you from getting infected. But experts say the vaccine will protect you from severe illness and death if you get COVID. And the overwhelming majority of Alabamians who are hospitalized or dying from COVID are unvaccinated. I spoke to Lawrence Specker about when he learned he was infected, what symptoms he had with his breakthrough case, why he no longer feels bulletproof even though he's vaccinated, and how his perspective on the virus has changed since contracting it. So Lawrence, this all started with a text message, right? Well, sort of, uh, you know, the realization that COVID was in the house started with a text message. But a few days before that, my wife, uh, Melissa, she had been teaching summer school. She came home on a Thursday and was just feeling kind of tired. No real thought that she was ill. It was, you know, it was the end of the week. Uh, but she got up Friday with a pretty high fever. And um, that was our first warning sign that something was going on. But of course, she was vaccinated. We were both vaccinated, so we didn't necessarily think it was COVID. We just thought, hey, you know, we we all wore masks last year. We went a year without getting sick. And now looking back to the bad side of normal, which is getting colds all the time. So she suffered through it on Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday, went to the urgent care, really, and our thought was still, you know, we were not thinking this was COVID. We, uh, we just thought she had the crud. And uh, so she goes in and really our goal was to, A, to get a clean COVID test so she could get back to work on Monday and B, to, you know, get some treatment for whatever this crud was. So I'm sitting there in the car and, and I get this text that says COVID positive, <laughs> which came as a real surprise to both of us and not a pleasant surprise. And so thus began a, uh, a return to quarantine. Lawrence, if you could describe your symptoms that you were having and, and that, you know, your wife was having and, and when you had them, was your initial thought, uh oh, this is definitely COVID or, or were you a little bit less worried about it? So, Melissa, you know, the first thing that hit her, she was she was had some fatigue and then uh, came the fever and some some congestion, particularly, you know, head congestion, not really chest congestion. And then a cough followed on the on the heels of the congestion with me it was it was really different of course we had a breakthrough case of covid in the house so there was uh, the same thing would happen to me but we went uh, almost a week from her first symptoms and i guess the next thursday evening uh i started feeling kind of generally crummy and developed a cough that was a real dry cough I had no congestion at all. Just I had a, a patch in my throat that was just 
dry as a bone and I had this sort of husky dry cough that went with it. Uh, my fever was low. So I thought, well, you know, COVID means high fever. It doesn't mean a low fever like this. It means a congested cough, not a dry cough like this. So I was in complete denial. Friday just sort of felt like I had a head cold. Uh was kind of tired and grumpy and coughing and just getting on with, you know, another day in the life of working from home. And of course, uh, Melissa was like, yeah, you got it. I was absolutely in denial and went into the uh, urgent care on Saturday and, you know, got the thing stuck up my nose again, which is always fun and uh, tested positive. And, and the irony is that by this time on Saturday, I was already feeling better. I, I would have told you, you know, whatever little thing I had, I was already over it. I'm fine. Leave me alone. But no, that, then, of course, I got my own quarantine out of that. You said you were in denial. You were confident that you'd be negative again. Obviously, that didn't happen. And then you're COVID positive. So when you understand that you're COVID positive, it sets in. You're fully vaccinated. And so I'm sure that's a big reason you're confident that you're going to be negative. But I mean, like, tell me about, I guess, sort of like what washes over you once you realize that you're positive. I mean, you, you've been clued into COVID. You've been covering it to a degree for your work and as plugged in as anybody we it seems like we kind of thought we understood aspects of this but then boom we're positive we're a breakthrough case now where's your head at when you see positive you know it, it you have different reactions i mean we were told from the beginning that no vaccine is perfect and there probably will be breakthrough cases and you know, the best we can hope for there is that if you get a breakthrough case, the symptoms will be relatively mild, which, you know, was my experience. So you kind of feel like you don't feel like cheated. You don't feel like the vaccine was useless. You just feel like, oh, I kind of I guess I drew the short straw on this one, but at least I'm getting a mild case out of it. But of course, there's a whole gamut of things you go through. You go through holy cow, have I been around people over the last couple of days? Have I exposed anybody to this? Which in my case, I hadn't because we were already under quarantine because of of uh, my wife had led the way with her case. What do I need to do? And of course, we were already mostly doing it because we were under quarantine uh, already. But then, you know, there's an aspect to it that is just a real drag because you know, you've spent months working from home and not going to meetings and not going out to eat or whatever. And, and you get we get to the point as a society where we're dropping the masks and we're going back to the office and just aspects of life are getting back to normal. Then like whammo, you go back into your own private lockdown and it's almost worse than it was the first time around because you thought you were done with all that. So what was your timeline? Is Is everybody in the clear now? We're almost there. Um, Melissa's in the clear. I'm in the clear. Yesterday was my first day off quarantine. I celebrated by going out for a bike ride, group bike ride in the morning, which I hadn't been able to do for a while. And, you know, our 15-year-old son is in the house. He never tested positive, but out of an abundance of caution, uh, we're, we're keeping him on quarantine for a couple extra days. But tomorrow uh, he'll come off quarantine and we'll get back to life. Yeah, and so in your piece, you, you keep things in perspective in terms of with this breakthrough case, having been fully vaccinated, you're not deathly ill, as you put it. 
where you said your wife's symptoms fell somewhere between a nasty cold and a mild case of the flu. While it's no walk in the park, it's trivial compared to what other people are going through. And you had mentioned that she was at one point selected for an antibody transfusion. And the morning she went to the clinic to receive it, that something happened to a nearby patient that was eye-opening. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, context is a big part of this because nobody wants to get breakthrough COVID and, and nobody you know, wants to get sick at all. And, you know, when you feel sick, you naturally tend to have a little self-pity for yourself. But I mean, on a daily basis, you're hearing stories either in the news or just through, you know, friends and family and, and your social media about people who got sick and, and suffered terribly. And um, Melissa, she was selected for the antibody infusion and she went into the the little clinic where they were doing that and they have sort of a preliminary process where you go in and you get, you know, checked for fever and your oxygen level checked. And one of the other people who was in there with her, they checked this person's oxygen level and, and it was low. And they said, nope, you're you're not healthy enough for us to go through with this. You need to get to the ER. So, you know, when the when the next person over, when that's their experience, you you know, you realize things could be a lot worse. And I definitely don't want to imply in any way that, that we suffered terribly with this. I mean, we had breakthrough COVID, which is bad. We feel like our vaccination did reduce the severity of those cases. So we got through it. And, you know, I guess that's just one of those things you have to deal with in life as we know it in mid-2021. Yeah, and Lawrence, what about antibodies? Like you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, but we know now that people who are infected then have these antibodies. Like, has your doctor said anything about that combination of, of being fully vaccinated, having those antibodies now? Do you feel like you're extra protected right now or does it not really work that way? Um, I don't know. I mean, my completely unscientific, unmedically informed thought is that between the fact that I've been vaccinated against the initial strain and I've now been exposed to the uh, Delta variant. I should be fairly well armored to, as I go about daily life until a uh, until another variant comes along. And then we'll see what that roll of the dice brings us all. Also, you know, another open question is uh, for those of us who got the Pfizer vaccine, uh, I've heard a lot of talk about maybe a booster shot is is a good thing to do in the future, but I haven't I don't think they've come out with any firm guidance on the timeline for that. You know, is that something you should get six months after your initial vaccination or a year or, or what? So I'm, I'm still waiting to hear what what advice we get offered on that. Well, and you spoke to this a few minutes ago, but most of us let our guard down sometime in the last few months, especially after being fully vaccinated, getting reassurances from the CDC that we could lose the masks indoors at restaurants and grocery stores, really wherever. Where are you on this now? Like, are you back to sort of a peak COVID mindset where it's mask up all the time, it's hand sanitizer all the time, distance from everyone and everything? Or do you feel a little more relaxed even after having COVID? Like, at one point, you said you felt rather bulletproof with a proof of vaccination card, but I'm guessing that's not necessarily the case now. <laughs> right, right. I, I guess I wouldn't say 
I've gone back to a like a full peak lockdown mindset, and I don't think that is a practical thing to do necessarily. But I think there's the realization that there's not a quick and clean <clears throat> to all this. You know, we may see we're probably going to continue to see surges where it's like, oh, we got to tighten up on the masks again. You know, it's a learning process. I mean, it's it's a new virus that we're learning things about it every day, and it occasionally throws a new curveball at us. It, so I think there's sort of a spectrum. I don't think we'll ever go back to DEFCON 1 necessarily, but, you know, we may fluctuate uh, between <laughs> DEFCON 4 and 2. And, and just, you know, there was so much we didn't know early on. We didn't know whether you were likely to pick it up off of surfaces. So there was that period where, you know, we were crazy diligent about wiping down all the groceries that we brought into the house and, and um, doing all this surface cleaning. And as time has emerged, it's sort of emerged that that's not a big part of the problem. The biggest part of the problem is, is aerosols, which suggests that masks are gonna continue to be important. And we've learned that not only can vaccinated people get the Delta variant, they can spread the Delta variant, which is maybe something we'd prefer not to have learned, but that's the fact. So, yeah, I mean, that tells you that there's some value in still masking up, even if you're vaccinated, depending on the circumstances. But, you know, we've learned some positive things. We've learned that, that the outdoors is, is generally healthy. It's more when you're indoors, when you're close to people, that, that you have to be on the defensive. So it's it's an ongoing thing. I guess I've kind of rambled, but I think the short answer is no, I don't, I don't think we go back to full-on COVID freak out. But there's a spectrum, and we sort of adjust our response to the, the conditions. We'll be right back. So you wrote that one thing about getting a breakthrough case is that it pushes you away from absolute thinking that the world is no longer divided into the safe uh, and the at risk, that it's uh, no longer about the righteous versus the righteously deluded, as you put it, and, and that there are no guarantees. When you say no guarantees, what exactly do you mean by that? You know, I think as we look back, there's there's definitely been a political side to the question of whether people get vaccinated, where, whether they wear masks, whether they lock down and so on. But there's also been this dynamic of people wanting to be on the absolutely virtuous side of things. And, you know, either you're scoffing at the people who disagree with you because they're sheep who take an untested vaccine and, and do whatever the government tells them to, or you scoff at the people who don't agree with you because they are making a scientific decision based on ideology and exposing everybody else to danger because they don't get that this is about a virus that and not about your political, your thoughts on liberty. You know, you can you can do everything, quote, wrong, unquote, and not get COVID. Uh, you can do everything, quote, right, unquote, and get COVID. And I think it's prudent to mask up for your protection and other people's protection, depending on the circumstances. 
I think it's prudent to get the vaccine and to trust the guidance we get from medical professionals. I think when a contagion is spreading through the populace, I think it's reasonable for the government to be the mechanism that tells us we need to lock down. There need to be things we can do and can't do. But I don't get to go around saying neener, neener to anybody who disagrees with me. We're all using our judgment to try to get through this thing. You said that it's a learning process. I'm sure that you're glad you're fully vaccinated prior to getting COVID. You got the vaccine when you got it, as soon as you could get it. So I assume that you're glad that you were fully vaccinated for it. But, you know, we, we hear doctors say things like, once you get COVID, your body reacts to it the way it reacts to it, that there's still so much we don't know about it. And so when somebody gets it, what happens happens. And they keep emphasizing that getting vaccinated is the best way to fight this. And we've seen the statistics that overwhelming majority of people who are hospitalized, people who are dying, et cetera, from COVID are not or were not vaccinated. So in terms of it being a learning process, what have you learned in terms of I got vaccinated and this is what happened? Do you feel like having gotten vaccinated made this a little bit easier for you? Is there like a message, I guess, that you would put out there? And, and you just addressed it a little bit, but a message that you would put out there that I'm sort of like living proof that the, vac the vaccine sort of helped me through this process? So uh, a couple of thoughts on that. One is that, you know, science is predictive. That's what makes science different from other things. And the prediction was you might still get it, but it'll be mild. And that's that's been my lived experience. I did get it, unfortunately, but it did turn out to be mild, which is great. But one interesting response I've had to the column I wrote is that I've had, there's been a small fraction of responses where people said, well, don't you feel stupid now? You know, you got the vaccine and it didn't work. You know, all that masking up, all that locking down, it, it was all stupid. Do you feel stupid for going along with all that? And my answer would be absolutely not. It has been a foray for us as a society and as a species. It's been a foray into the unknown. And yeah, if we had the advantage of having knowing everything we know now at the beginning of 2020, we might have done things differently. But I feel good about everything we did, well, meaning mask mandates, lockdowns, the push to get people vaccinated, by and large, the steps recommended by the medical establishment were good advice based on what we knew at the time. So I don't feel like having had COVID doesn't make me feel at all like it was foolish to wear masks. Uh, it doesn't make me feel at all like it was foolish to get the vaccine. It doesn't make me feel at all that that we locked down as best we could for as long as we could. We were doing the prudent things based on what we knew at the time. And someday we'll understand everything about this. But that day isn't here yet. I think Melissa wants to say something. So on that particular question, I'm someone who would be considered high risk um, because I have a couple of chronic ailments. And I would say that the vaccine helped prevent me from getting even sicker. And one of my chronic ailments is asthma. 
So I think in, in that respect, uh, the vaccine was able to help my immune system fight this off faster and a little bit better than it would be had I not had the vaccine. Lawrence, thank you. And Melissa, thank you for that. I appreciate you sharing that. And, and I just hope that the two of you continue to feel better and, and recover and y'all are at 100% and out and about again soon. Well, thank you much. Thank you. If you or anyone else is affected by COVID and want to share your story, please email me at bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate it and write a review. Thank you for listening.